Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. And, and man, we just we just putting out the content now. Like I said, I, I took a little break. I had some things come up and I um, was just going through some stuff. Like I said, did relocate to Tampa and really excited for the opportunity out here. Really just been enjoying myself so far. But nonetheless, can't forget about the businesses, can't forget about the purpose and why this all started. So we're just going to keep it rocking. We're just going to keep it rolling. I'm actually here sitting down today with Brianna from Bello Bach. And so a lot of people who I bought onto this podcast, I've, I've met before, I've talked to them, I kind of know their service. But with Brianna, it's just a little bit different because I actually have never met her before. But she was introduced to me through my best friend, Bonnie. It was one day where I posted on IG. I was just saying, look, I know there's a lot of businesses out there who may not have saw my post, may not know about the podcast, but I want to work with any and everybody. So my best friend, she sent me a lot of different pages, Brianna being one of them. So I'm really excited for what she has to offer to you guys today, what she's going to come on and talk to you about. So without further ado, Brianna, how you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm pretty good. I can't complain, man. Just another day. God is good. No complaints. So with Bello Bot, can you just explain to us a little bit about uh, what you do and how you got started? So it's actually pronounced Bello Batch. Batch is short for Bachelorette. Ooh, so I, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I actually first started my business in 2015, and it was originally known as Bello Hayes. And Bello Hayes was just a t-shirt company. I started when I was 22. But I took a break from that not too long after my launch because um, I started to hit a lot of bumps in the road. My younger self couldn't handle at that time, but I never legally closed my business. So in January of this year, January 2020, I legally changed my business name to Bello Batch. And Bello Batch is a bachelorette and bridal shower party website targeting women of color. So we currently have 15 products on our website. We just launched a couple days ago on September 1st. And uh, just some of the items we sell are balloons, confetti, games, and banners. And we also sell anniversary gifts. So if you're already married, right now we have a custom-made puzzle. And if you upload a picture of you and your spouse, um, we can turn it into a puzzle, uh, which is a, a fun activity for date night. And we also have a blog on our website. And if you're looking for any Black-owned wedding venues, makeup artists, or wedding dress designers, uh, you can check out our website because we have a worldwide directory of those businesses that we're always adding to. Wow. Okay. Wow. So originally coming into this, I thought, like I said, I kind of knew what the service was and, and everything like that. But I really thought that this was really going to be targeted towards the fellas, just thinking about popping that question, thinking about making that proposal. But like you said, it's not only for them, it's for people who are already married. And if you're looking for venues, different artists, so this could be honestly for both. And, and, and I really do like what you do. I really think that that's creative, that's unique. And the fact that you're targeting minorities and the people of color, I even think that that's better. Okay. So like you said, you started back in 2015. Okay. So I want to kind of rewind back a little bit. So in 2015, would you say that you still kind of had the same goals, the same vision? Or like you said, once you kind of hit those bumps in the road, did you kind of do some reflecting, some self-evaluating and then kind of come back with a different mindset? Yeah. In 2015, I just knew I wanted to start a business. I first started taking business classes in high school. My high school was a little bit different. We had, um, they didn't prepare us for college. They prepared us for the real world and jobs. So we had like different shops at my high school. We had like culinary arts, nursing, computer technician, but I decided to go with business. And I wish that they, I appreciate all my teachers and in high school and college that taught me about business, but there's always some things that they don't teach you. You don't learn until 
you're actually about to start a business. So I wish they would teach more young entrepreneurs that starting a business is not easy. Putting your website up and just getting your LLC, yeah, that's easy, but there's other things that come along with it that I wish I would have known before I tried to start my business. Not everyone is going to be supportive of you or see your vision. There's going to be enemies disguised as people. You call your friends praying for your downfall. There's going to be family members that already molded you into what they envisioned you to be. And if you don't follow their vision, they see you as going down the wrong path and they'll tell you straight up too. And you have to prepare yourself for that. That can really get to you, which happened to me. And you start to feel like, okay, maybe they're right. Maybe I should give up. Um, No one's supporting me. So you have to be really focused and you have to learn the difference between constructive criticism and people that are being negative. And if there's people that are being negative, then you have to learn to cut them out of your, your life and block out all that extra noise. So back in 2015, I did not have the same vision. I was just randomly deciding, okay, people love the way I dress, so let me just start a clothing line. So I just had like this one t-shirt. It was easy to get my website up, but I had a lot of negative feedback and um, I didn't have a marketing plan. I think I was expecting people to just like start buying my products right away, but people didn't even know about me. And being as young as I was, I also didn't have a lot of money. So a lot of people spend money on your product but they're scared to spend money for marketing or they don't have money for marketing. They don't think about that. So it was still a lot of things that I needed to learn before I ran a successful business. So between after I walked away from my business, I just educated myself more. I went back to school and those other past jobs that I had, even though I wasn't too crazy about working there, There's a lot of things that I learned working in an office and for other people that I can use toward my business today. Absolutely. And I think you really touched on a lot of gems, a lot, a lot of things that that people who are entrepreneurs currently or people who are thinking about kind of going into that field that they need, that they that even looking back, I know a lot of times some of that stuff would have really been helpful for me. Just recognizing that, look, after a certain point, you just got to stop caring about what people think. You got to just push your brand and and really just place everything just full steam ahead. And that's really what I had to tell myself. I remember just having a sticky note um, that I read every day that was on my board that just said no excuses that really just kind of got me out of that mindset. Just look. Because it took me a while to really start this podcast. All of the stuff was right in front of me. I had talked to a professor of mine who really just gave me all the gems, all the keys. And I would look at the book every day where I wrote all my notes at. But every day would go by another 24 hours and I still hadn't started. And so I really just had to take some time to reflect and say, why haven't I? And then I realized the only person stopping me was me, that man in the mirror. So I definitely do agree with you on that wholeheartedly. And just to see how how you can kind of overcome that can really just speak to a, a testament of you and, and, and perseverance and persistence and consistency as well. So I, like I said, I really do like the uniqueness behind this business and everything. So where where would you say just because just going through your page, I, I saw that you have things like the cheapest day to book a wedding and, and five things to know you get before you get married and just venues and everything like that. So where, where do you get a lot of this information from or how, and how much time do you devote to really researching and, and making sure that you're providing the most accurate and useful information to all of your clients? Yeah. So I have a few friends that are married, so I ask them questions and there's a lot of good relationship and marriage books out there. I'm not married, uh, but right now me and my boyfriend are reading this book together. It's called a thousand and one 
questions to ask before you get married. So that's where I get a lot of my knowledge from. I just do a lot of research and ask questions to people who are already married. Got you. Nothing like really getting that personal experience and talking to people. And I know now. So that was actually you answered my own question, too, just I was going to get into about you being married and everything. But I know mm-hmm. now that when you do finally get married and everything is, is set in a place, I know it's going to be top of the line. I mean, I'm excited to see that and how everything <laughs> turns out for sure. OK, so now what would you say just in being in business, just in offering these services and, and, and keeping your clientele just diverse and satisfied? What has been kind of like your your best experience or your or your most memorable, whether it be the games, whether it be the venues, whether it just be catering, styling, whatever. So I just launched my business a couple of days ago. So I haven't had too many customers yet. I did ship out a kit of a variety of products to someone in Atlanta. She's a photographer and I actually connected with her on Instagram. Um, So she's doing like a little free mini photo shoot for me for free products. I I just want to help other women have a memorable time celebrating their marriage before they walk down the aisle. I'm, I'm at this time in my life now where I'm not really too worried about making money right now. I'm just really excited to learn. The marketing experience has been pretty fun for me. Um, I did a challenge with myself the other day. I commented under 240 pictures um, in one day, and I wanted to see if that would bring me some more customers. I think I gained maybe like 22 followers. I had a couple people reach out to me and said that they can't wait to see my website. So that's one major thing that I learned about marketing is constantly reaching out to people, leaving personal comments under their pictures. So marketing is more than just Facebook ads. I don't know. No, I think. I mean, I think that like you. I think that really was was good enough. I, I think that that shows like what you're really trying to do and and what you really have coming. And I, and I just love the fact that how you're just trying to make the most memorable experience not only for the couple but for the women specifically i think a lot of times people forget or just may not know because they haven't had to to go through everything i've only been involved in one wedding myself it was for my parents but even being younger i was just able to see just the stress that could come from it like luckily we they were able to get a good venue my uh my uncle and my aunt on my on my dad's side they actually have a pretty big house in new jersey so we were able to just use that whole backyard and a lot of family was able to come a lot of friends and everything but it can really be a stressful process from just the dress to the venue to the guest list to the catering to the food to the music to, to just everything to tabling to seating to it, it's a whole i know we a lot of times we see things on TV and uh, we see movies and stuff like that. But when you're really trying to plan and when you're really going through all of that, it can be process for sure. I know a couple of people who are just like event planners and they've planned different different weddings, different birthday parties. And, and they talk about just how sometimes the people can be stressed or sometimes they just lose motivation for it. Or sometimes it's it's just like, wow, like, can we just hurry up and get this over with? Or sometimes they want to shortcut or everything, but really just to make sure you get that best experience, really just because you only get one wedding, hopefully, knock on wood and everything. And so you really just want to make it the best time, the most memorable. So as I was kind of scrolling through your website, I see that you have uh, tabs on there just talking about wedding dress designers and venues and what have you. So were these and and then you also have them by location. So I, I love that. I think that that's cool. I think that that's even going to help your clientele as well. Now, in compiling these lists and compiling these locations, are these partnerships that you're working on? Are these just things that you did on your own, just research? Was it a combination of both? Um, It was just research. Um, I'm a part of a few Facebook 
groups. One of them I think is called Buy Black 2020 or um, the other one is like Black Owned Businesses. So I just went in the Facebook group and then I just typed in wedding dress designers or makeup artists and wedding venues. And I was able to find other Black owned businesses and I just added them to my website. Some are well known and some are small businesses that are coming up. I am going to add more to the directory in the future, but this is what I have so far. Got you. I like it. And like I said, I is I think you guys should definitely check out the website, uh, bellobatch.com. And just to be able to, even if you're not really someone who is even in that that frame of mind right now, just marriage or anything like that, it can be helpful for others just because you may not, you may be able to find something further for yourself, a makeup artist or somebody who does dresses or just be able to network with people or maybe even suggest it to somebody else, whether it be a family or a friend. So, okay. I like that. I like that for sure. When it comes to bridal showers, when it comes to bachelorette parties, what are some key elements that go into it that that you need to make sure, whether it be you have it or you make sure it's included just to ensure the success of it and just to ensure that, that all parties are pretty much satisfied? Um, it really depends on what the bride-to-be wants. If she's more shy, then I wouldn't take her to Vegas and do a scavenger hunt and take a picture with a random person. It, and it, it it depends. Some I did a survey and I asked girls what type of bachelorette party they would like. Some people wanted like a naughty bachelorette party with strippers. Um, some just wanted some people just wanted a small bachelorette party with just a couple games. So it it depends on your bride to be's personality and what she wants. So. Got you for sure. Got you for sure. I, I also noticed, and you even spoke about it too a little earlier, that you, you, you have quite a big collection when it comes to the bachelorette parties, when it comes to the bridal showers, and even anniversary gifts. So from what you have on the website or from just what you know, what you kind of want to bring to the website, what you know you want to offer later on down the line, do you currently have a favorite product or a product that you're looking forward to debuting, whether it be a gift or whether it just be something that can just um, add some excitement to the parties or to the showers? Definitely. Uh, right now we have our naughty batch kit but i want to have more kits in the future a few people have already asked me for bridesmaid kits so it's just going to be a couple gifts in a box and you're asking your friend to be your bridesmaid or maid of honor so i'm looking forward to having that on our website another product that i'm looking forward to that i think a lot of people would like at their bachelorette party is pinatas i actually had a couple people ask me about that so i'm looking into adding that to the website soon oh okay yep. <laughs> i can't remember the last time <laughs> i could probably used a pinata but okay I, I see where the people are trying to go with it okay so just to kind of play devil's advocate a little bit here so what would you say to someone who kind of came to you with their approach of okay look i see that I see that you're organizing this for in, in hopes of having a successful wedding or a successful bachelorette party or a bridal shower. But for someone who's who's never been married, how can you how can you accurately do this? Like, how can you ensure that you're fulfilling what the people want, what the people need if, if you're someone who's kind of not even going off your own personal experience? Well, I'm not planning anyone's bachelorette party or their wedding. So we're not planners. So we just sell products for your bachelorette party and we have some anniversary gifts. So if someone comes to me and there's a specific product that they want that's not on the website, I can look into an ad, add it on there, but I'm not I'm not acting as a planner for them. We're we're just an online business and we have products, but um yeah, I'm not I'm not anyone's party. I'm not a party planner. <laughs> 
Got you. Okay. So would you, is this something where you, you, the people, let's just say they order your products or they, or they would like kind of your assistance and everything like that. Would you say that this, what you do will allot you the opportunity to be able to travel? Possibly since I don't have any employees. I, I, I can't really travel too much and just plan one person's bachelorette party and set it up for them. So I would need to be home so I can ship out my products. So possibly in the future, when I'm able to hire more people, that that is possible, yes. And I think you touched on a great point that a few people even who came on the podcast, they spoke about it. So you said that you don't have any employees. So how has that really been, whether it be from the from the revamp in 2015 until now to the launch a couple of days ago? How how really what what really goes on in the life of, of somebody just trying to run a business, or obviously looking to hire more employees in the future, but kind of just starting things off on their own, really just being that one woman army, that one man army. Wearing all the hats in your business is not easy. So you can't beat yourself up if you don't finish everything in one day. Um, I did have a business coach and I was supposed to comment under like 15 to 30 pictures a day. And sometimes I couldn't get to that. So it has not been easy. I know I need practice so I can learn how to do almost everything on my own. So, but it's been a great experience. Like I said before, I'm, I'm really excited to learn. So, yeah. Okay. I like that. And I think that just gives a different perspective and a different, just a look into the life. How, like you said, wearing the many hats, it's not easy, especially when you really know, I guess when you really know the expectations that you have for yourself. I mean, no, we're all our own worst critics. So you know that you can put out something and you can get kind of good feedback from it, or people can like it and say that they enjoyed it or whatever the case may be, but you know, Hey, I could have done this better or I could have switched it up or had I had somebody else, then maybe I could have, you know, so I, I get that too. So as someone looking to hire more people in the future and, and really looking to expand this business, what would you say those roles would be that you're looking to fill for your business? Oh, I would definitely need help with shipping in the future. And I would hire someone strictly just for social media. I had a great outcome when I commented under over 200 pictures in one day. Um, I can't do that every day, but if I had someone that can do that for me, I think that I could expand the business a little bit faster. And I would also probably hire someone to talk and negotiate with suppliers. For sure. So even would you, well, would you say that are these all like just in the products that you offer the kits and different things like that? Are these all products and services that you have to get from, let's just say vendors or other businesses, are these things that, that other people could make that you could maybe design on your own and add your own spin to it? Do you kind of, I know with the kits and everything, you probably definitely do that, but are these products nine times out of 10 always coming from, from somebody else? Or could it, could it just be something that you as a company, you as the owner, you guys start to just make on your own and really just send it out just to cut off that middleman? No, I, I think all my products are going to come from suppliers because I don't have the the machines to create them in the future. Um, if I had my own puzzle machine, then I can create the anniversary puzzles myself. I already looked up how much a puzzle machine is. It's like $14,000. So until then, I can't create that at home by myself right now. 
Wow. I wish you could have saw my face when you dropped that price. I thought you were maybe going to say 1400 but Okay, so so we know that that's, that's something to work on. That's something in the near future that, okay, 14000 Wow, for a puzzle machine. I would have never, I would have never thought that. Never thought that at all. All right. Okay. <laughs> Not mad at you at all. So can you tell us about a time where you had to make yourself uncomfortable in order to, in order to kind of just promote what you do, in order to kind of get your services out there um, and everything like that, whether it be, I know you spoke a lot about the the comments and on the different photos and sometimes not being able to do it, but sometimes what can come from it. So was there anything in your mind that stands out a time where you really just had to step outside your comfort zone, but it really helped in the long run for your business? Yeah. Another thing that I had to do before my launch was reach out to influencers. And there were some influencers like 50,000 followers, a hundred thousand, sometimes more. And I didn't want to reach out because I didn't know what they were going to say or I didn't know if they weren't going to respond back at all. But like some of them were really nice, too. And some of them, their bachelorette parties are not until next year. But they told me that they're super excited for my company. They can't wait to work with me. So I was really surprised about that. And I'm happy that I reached out to them. Absolutely. And I think that that really just goes to show that sometimes, look, you never know what can come from an interaction, from an email, from a text, a tweet, a phone call, whatever the case may be. So sometimes, yeah, while it may feel like that when you when you hit send or when you're typing something up or when you're drafting it, you're just like, wow, like I really I'm really just praying for the best right now. And sometimes you may not get a response from it. Sometimes you may not get the response that you're looking for. But in those in those times where it does come back and it does kind of help you out, you're just like, wow, like, or that wasn't so hard. Or it maybe just even gives you that confidence boost that you need to really put yourself out there. So now you're reaching out to more influence. Now you're you're able to network and different things like that. So of those influencers, of these uh, these vendors, just these people who you've reached out to or people who you're um, looking to reach out to, is there anybody or any specific organization or whatever the case may be that you're you're really looking forward to working to or, or any anybody who you want to reach out to just in hopes of, of being able to bring them on your business and somehow? There are a few celebrities that I would love to work with. I pretty much reached out to the recently engaged influencers. I haven't reached out to the married influencers yet. Some influencers have their PO boxes on their page and you could just send them stuff. So I was thinking about in the future to send a free puzzle to the married influencers and hope that they post me one day. <laughs> so yeah, there's a few celebrities that are already married that I want to send some things to and hopefully they like what I send and they promote me. Absolutely. I'm wishing you the best of luck with that. And I even can kind of I can definitely agree with you there. There are some people who I really want to send my podcast to or who I've even sent my podcast to, whether they have their own podcast or a radio or just TV. Like I said, sometimes you really just got to you just got to step out on that limb, step out on that diving board and really just and really just go for it. So I think that that's that's great on your behalf. And, and really, it can only it can only it can only help you because, like I said, you don't get a response or you get the no or whatever. That doesn't really hurt you. It's just like, OK, well, back to the drawing board or, or I have somebody else on the list or whatever the case may be. So I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Would you say that starting a business in this kind of climate or launching in the climate that we're in right now, the pandemic with everything going on, is it kind of hindering anything that you're trying to work towards? Has it has it motivated you? Has it given you more time, I guess, to to put more effort into your business? What has it been like launching um, throughout this whole pandemic and everything that's going on? It's been since I've been staying home more, it's been a little bit more easier to focus since everything has slowed down during this crazy time, but I started 
I've really started to work on my business every single day in May. And I think if I would have started in March when the pandemic just started, then I think it would have been a lot more harder for me. But it hasn't been too bad now that I'm able to stay home. Now It hasn't been too bad now that I was able to stay home and pretty much just put all of my focus on my business. You're honestly not saying too much stuff here that I'm not agreeing with. I'm really loving it. I'm really loving it. I, I even made a goal for myself once I realized that I just had more time and just more opportunity. I said, tomorrow, just just reach out to a different business every day. Just just DM somebody, follow somebody, send the page to somebody. And, it, and it's definitely really helped me. I just have a, a book of people who I was even talking to one of my fraternity brothers yesterday of just people who I want to work with, people who probably I'm thinking about that they don't even know that I'm thinking about. So I definitely think that this pandemic, this climate, everything that's going on, is it, it really has been a make or break for a lot of people, more so a maker, just for a lot of businesses, a lot of people really just to hone in on what they do and really just perfect their craft. So I like that a lot. Now, would you say just before we wrap things up, is there anything that you kind of want to let anybody know about your company or anything that you're kind of expecting or looking forward to, whether it be a goal or, or just anything that that's kind of not directly indicated on your website or on your webpage or anything here that we didn't touch on that you really feel like people should know about what you do? So definitely sign up to our email list. We're going to have a new blog every week. Before I launched, I typed up about 10 blogs already. So right now there's only three of them on there. And my goal for my first month in business is to make at least 10 sales and to market my business some way every single day. So I'm definitely going to have a Facebook and Instagram ad running every single day. And I'll probably pay for a promotion on a wedding page at least every other week. I like that a lot. And I think that that's something that I can even hold myself accountable to making sure that I'm because at one point I wasn't I wouldn't say after I made the announcement for my podcast or even after I dropped an episode or two, I wasn't directly following up every day and making sure that. I was putting myself out there, but now I can definitely tell you, I'll wake up every day and I'm reposting my podcast episode, or like I said, I'm reaching out to somebody else or putting my business out there, putting my service out there. So I definitely do big, well, big congrats on the launch. First and foremost, I'm definitely glad that you were able to to look back in 2015, reflect, even going through a name change and come back and, and back and better than never. So I'm definitely wishing you the best of luck in business. I'm definitely excited for what you have to come. And even when I'm when I'm looking at my, I don't know how soon or, or how late it'll be down the line, but when I'm looking for my bridal uh, showers and the bachelorette things, or even if I know anybody who's doing that bachelor wise or bachelorette, I'm definitely going to consider you and definitely going to use you, definitely going to keep uh, posting and keep my eyes out on the website for anything that I may just even be able to use or a business or a service that I could offer to somebody else. Just because, like I said, you have different locations on there. You're not just tailoring to one city, which I think or state, which I really think is important. So I think I thank you so much for for coming on here to everybody listening. Please make sure you check out the Instagram page. Please make sure you check out the website. There's a lot on there, just a lot, not even from a, a, a product or something that you got to go in there and buy, but the newsletter, just the, I was even looking at the blog, just some of those articles are really informative, really informational. They're really just things that you could use, even some books on there. And I think the newsletter will be really helpful. So Brianna, um, I really thank you for taking the time out for coming on today. For everybody out there listening, this has been another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner. Thank you.